You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. Did we ever finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends? What are the topics, Mike? What are the topics? This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Screen. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Lokensoul. And shout out to my best friend, Ken Griffey Jr. I have the world's greatest panel. Adam Burke is back, the fastest gun in the West from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Check his dates for a city near you. Go see Adam Burke do comedy. Sean Bear Flannery is back from the Blackout Diaries and from the book Places I Can't Return to, the great Sean Bear Flannery back. CJ Sullivan also back from the Blackout Diaries and from the Sports Gambling Podcast. A dream team, really, these three guys. This group is amazing. Please click follow. And without further ado, here are Adam, Sean, and CJ. <laughs> Come on, this is unacceptable. Unacceptable behavior. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hold like it. Would, would survive a war zone. <laughs> is anyone out there? Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, question. The first question, just because I feel like you guys need warmed up, you need an icebreaker to get to know each other. Gladiator Two. That's happening. The movie Gladiator Two is happening. What movie that doesn't currently have a sequel needs a sequel? Wow. First of all, are they going to light Gladiator Two very well? That's last time. Was, last time they forgot to bring the lights. Is that true? All, for Gladiator One, but the whole thing was great. It just seemed like we get it. Like, did the sun ever rise in Rome? <laughs> sun never rises on the no, Roman Empire. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what that movie's responsible for? That fucking shot of a guy walking through a field and mm. trailing his hand oh, across t- the grass. grass. And then yeah. everyone decided that was the greatest shot in fucking cinema. It's <laughs> very calming. <laughs> she was just walking up to farmers. Did you lose your wife? No, no, no. I'm literally doing. I'm li- literally doing agriculture. It's okay. <laughs> I wish they all walked into each other's scenes like Gladiator walking, <laughs> walked into Braveheart, you know, and it was all walking to different movie sets, just through the press, <laughs> looking for their dead wives. I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Are you, are you grieving here? Oh, sorry. I, I have this book right. for a grief walk for three to grief five. Walks. Go- They're sitting in a circle with folding chairs, talking about their dead wives. <laughs> All right, if we're all finished with dinner, I'm just going to go for a little grief walk. Uh, uh... I would take Braveheart, too, at this point. I think that would be great. Did he die? Maybe he died. He did die, but I'm sure it can carry on. It'll probably go to some girl now. (laughs) You know what's funny? The daughter saw it happen and got inspired. Braverheart. Did you see that woman king? Yes. Woman King. I did. They called it Wakanda. (laughs) Woman King is an African based, uh, uh, you know, period piece. Yeah. It's like Braveheart, right? Yeah. It's also like, Mm -hmm. what's weird about it is that it got really, a lot of people like, 
pinged it for not being like historically accurate. Right. Or and it's like, have you seen Braveheart or Gladiator? It's like, historically so accurate, right. <laughs> Are these not, uh, there wasn't a, a William Wallace who painted his body blue and. <laughs> Braveheart's the worst because he was, he was an aristocrat. He wasn't like, he didn't live in a dirt fucking, yeah. <laughs> in a house made of mud. <laughs> The part but about that movie that it was, it was, he was Scotland rich though. <laughs> the luck of the Scottish. The the um the part of the movie that probably aged the the worst is well besides Mel Gibson and his entire like post Braveheart career, but mm-hmm. uh there's a scene where the king throw who's the villain of the movie the king throws his son's gay lover out a window. Yeah, and it's played mm-hmm. for you to be like, yeah, like for for like the like was the. It? <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be played That's that what way. Mike did. I think yeah, I think I think your reaction to that might not. Uh... Yeah, you saw it in rural Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Not Iowa. even. Yeah. I, I, that, that I had to drive to Boise just to hold, hate. Sure. Yeah. Right. The rest of the audience didn't appreciate you yelling that. That's time. That's my king. <laughs> Especially since it was a rerun and it was playing last week, people were like, "I was like, I can't believe they did this." He was great though, the the the, uh, the English king. Just, just, oh, for sure. He, I like that old school when you raise your voice like in a high pitch, like to, like to show you're an asshole. Like the problem with Scotland, there's no Scots. What else would you take a sequel of? E. T. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. That's a good one. Do do different ethnic neighborhoods. I know, but I'm afraid I I want I want that. Just keep marching down. <laughs> Big trouble in Soho. There's uh... Big trouble in WeHo. <laughs> I know. I'm just weary of that because of it. Then I think of Escape from New York, which was great. Then there was Escape from L.A., which obviously different uh, movie maker, but Kurt Russell. I think of Kurt Russell in those campy things. Yeah, and there was just no need. <laughs> the, the surfing in the Armageddon is great. <laughs> LA's destroying Snake is going to surf it out. That'd be, that'd be great if there was a, there was a, a production company called Unnecessary Production. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody asked for this. <laughs> Just all existing IP of video games yeah. and board games. <laughs> it's Rihanna and Battleship. JFK. JFK. Yeah, see the sequel, sequel to JFK. JFK would, would be good. I do like it when um they make sequels. Like, like nowadays, sequels are so prevalent, there isn't like an uproar. But I remember growing up, like there was this belief that if you had a sequel, it had to make sense within the context right. of like the overall narrative. And I remember when Weekend at Bernie's Two came out, like people were just <laughs> like, "This is ridiculous." Like, <laughs> like he's dead and buried right. now. That's <laughs> why. I- that's why it was trailblazing. That opened the door. Yeah, it, it really opened up uh, where Hollywood's like, you know what? If they buy this, we can do anything. <laughs> well, my mom watched Dallas when I was growing up. And I remember there was this guy, Patrick Dempsey, or pa- Patrick Dempsey. Patrick, yeah. one of the characters. Duffy. Patrick, Patrick Duffy. Duffy. Yeah, Duffy. Yeah. His character, Bobby Ewing, was dead. And then he came back and it was like one season was all a dream. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. Not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. I was just um, not to say we saw Avatar two. Was that the, the screening thing? And um, 
Uh, it was whatever. Not, not to talk about that. And speaking of sequels that are unnecessary, or <laughs> actually, that sequel's not unnecessary because the first one's unnecessary. Like you could you could play the second yeah. one first and the first one second. It doesn't change anything. Nothing. There's no spoil. <laughs> I couldn't spoil it as I'm watching. There's nothing. Whatever. But <laughs> the, the the bad guy, the drill sergeant, that guy dies in the first one. Yeah. He's back in the second one. He was telling a story afterwards. Like, yeah, I was at this cocktail party. And James Cameron looked at me. He's like, you know, I'm not done with you yet. You know. I got plans for you. He's like, I died. He goes, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives I, 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 I have to say, by the way. out there, we're painting fucking Kate Winslet blue and tossing her underwater. Nobody cares. <laughs> what would what would a sequel to JFK be called? Would it just be called Sirhan Sirhan? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Do all the Kennedys dying? James well, Earl Ray. Off. <laughs> we threw a bunch of shit against the wall, see if it gets stuck in. Apparently, we were dead wrong. You heard the theory that the guy in, running along at the back of the car had a like an AR-15, and he did like a whoopsie like shot, and so like when you see no. his, yeah, there's that's like a, a that's like a that's theory. Hilarious. Yeah, there's like a Secret Service guy running along, and so like one shot comes, and then the final shot is him being like. Pulling the trigger accidentally from his. From... <laughs> the problem, the, the problem with that is, I can see it being. I, I like a good. I, I like a good klutz uh, <laughs> historical story, but then how's he going to smoothly get out of that? Like, whoop, wasn't me. Like, tuck the gun away. That's you know, a good klutz historical like, story. That's a hilarious, uh, like Blackout Diaries episode, probably because like the potato chips were invented because. This guy, this cop didn't like his, fr- didn't think his fries were crispy enough. So the, uh-huh. so the guy's just like, fuck you. And he slams him and he hands it to him. And he's like, these guys, these are pretty good, actually. Like <laughs> a lot of food items or cluts or like anger based. Is there a name for that theory? Is it like the fourth stooge theory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The grassy mo. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. That's good. Come on. <laughs> we can't get we can't get a good conspiracy pun. Who put, who put curly on security detail? <laughs> okay, I I wanted to ask this because uh, you guys have been around bars and smoke cigs and stuff like that. Fifty seven percent of Americans now support a ban on tobacco products, and sixty two percent support uh, banning menthol cigarettes. That's from the CDC. What say you folks ban nicotine from Americans? Is that going to set up a black market or or what do you guys think? Yeah, it always makes things worse. Banning anything does not work. I mean, right. it's, it's like they've never learned from prohibition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cigarettes, cigarette smoking has come down. Da- I mean, and that's the hardest drug addiction that we have is because, like, the, you know, those corporations with the right. nicotine to fight. And that actually has come down through education. Like they've shown how to defeat it. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So getting rid of it or just like getting rid of anything just makes it worse for sure because getting I, rid of it doesn't stop it you know making it illegal yeah. doesn't stop it it's always going to exist right you know, now you're just making it much shadier and who knows yeah people making it fear god <laughs> yeah. i agree with you cj i i also love like the hubris we have that we that vaping that we're not going to learn anything about this in 20 years. Like, listen, we solved <laughs> right. the smoking problem. We don't need these traditional cigarettes anymore. Yeah. We have smokeless tobacco and all that, like vaping. Right. You just put this it's not like we're going to learn something about that in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I would, miss, I would miss smokers. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a great way go... to enter a, a huge public building. It's, it's just because you have this negative, this ring of negativity outside of all public buildings, <laughs> <laughs> which are the employees out there yeah. smoking, and yeah. they kind of like they're your your initial greeter, and they give you like the lowdown on the building, and so you on. have to, you need that, you need to, especially for those work shows, you can't. You can't go out for gum breaks and shit, you know. Like, that's the only thing when I, I, I miss. <laughs> that's the only thing I do miss. I, mean, I used to smoke, obviously, for a lot, and I. Um, the only thing I do miss is being able to, uh, just walk away from conversations or anything without <laughs> without having an excuse, you know. You or a set, like somebody's set. Yeah, you don't want to see. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to listen to this story about your podcast, but. Uh... I'm, I'm gonna go outside this blizzard real quick and see if I give <laughs> myself cancer. That's what I'd rather do than listen to this story. I'd rather freeze while giving myself right. slow cancer than listen to this fucking five minute set. I'm gonna huddle up with three strangers and see if we can light them. <laughs> oh, as soon as someone sees me smoking, the vultures come out and it costs me twenty bucks a pack. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I, used I, used have have a, other... I used to have a policy. If you didn't have a lighter, I would, I'd give you a cigarette if you had a lighter, because that, right. that means you—that means you—you're you had skin in the game. You're committed. You're just out. <laughs> but if you're just, if you just seen you're on a whim, you know, fuck you. I'm not giving you. The, I'm not giving you the whole starter kit. You know, that means you're just, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not helping you cheat on your family. Or whatever I, I had I had the problem because I've I've never smoked, but I had the problem. People would ask me for cigarettes, and when I told them I didn't smoke, they would get angry. They just wouldn't. <laughs> really? Because you yeah, do you I, seem I, like I, a smoker. I'm just not a healthy. I don't give off a healthy vibe. No, you seem very writerly. Like you yeah, might. Yeah, you're very authorly. Yeah, elbow like, patches. Like you ponder things, and right. you're very European. I agree with those people. You should be smoking. We've we've all come to an agreement. You need to start yeah. smoking cigarettes. Yeah. The, the anti-intervention. Yeah. Or at least the harmless vape. The, or at least the harmless vape. That's funny. Everybody about. sits down and they're like, "You, we, you just feel like a smoker." <laughs> you know what's funny, Sean? When you're talking about the vaping, is like when it first came out, it was it was like that's how it was advertised—the cure for fucking mm-hmm. cigarettes. You know, yeah. But yeah. you could do you could do this indoors at restaurants. People were just flagrant about it indoors yeah, to like, a baby's face. Like, <laughs> 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 chemicals, and then we decided, yeah, we don't like the way that looks. Get that out of here. <laughs> and there's no evidence either way if it's good or bad for you. Yeah. Like, Fuck you! You look like a douchebag. Get that out of here. We don't want that. We decided you look like a douche, and yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> Like Billy love- Zane did a commercial for or door or somebody, you know. Like, yeah, I love, this, I love Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff, that's right. <laughs> it took the government. It took the government way long. It, it turns out. Uh, making this stuff raspberry flavored is going to make more children smoke <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> that was my problem with it too. That cigarettes are supposed to taste like fucking Teamsters and you know motor oil. <laughs> You're not supposed to have yeah. bees breath and apricot peaches. <laughs> yeah, what what makes people smoke more? A picture of Paul McCartney holding a small cigarette in the Abbey Road cover, which they've gotten rid of. Mm-hmm. Or making it like a big burst of fun cloud that smells like <laughs> cotton candy. Some fucking <laughs> figment dragon chemical experiment going on. Uh, sports question. Uh, Tom Brady retired. LeBron is about to set the all-time scoring record. Apologies to Burke for this next question. Who was better at their chosen sport? Tom Brady with football. LeBron James with basketball. Who's the goatier goat? Well, oh, I would say it's LeBron. That. What were you going to say, CJ? No, I was going to say I'll let you. I'll let you take that because I know what you're going to say. 
it, yeah, it, it, I mean, I think, well, which also I think is hilarious because uh, maybe the thing I've been most wrong on in my life is when the Cavs, I lived in Cleveland when the Cavs got, uh, won the lottery, for yeah. him number one pick, and I swore a blue streak all through uh, Cleveland that we need to trade that pick now. Drafting LeBron would be the biggest mistake we could ever make. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly thought he was going to have like a Dwight Gooden. I thought he was, he was yeah. there's no way this guy can grow up in his hometown yeah. right? and and not fall into like bad, bad habits and so on. It, but he obviously proved me wrong. But um, I think it's so easy. I shouldn't say easy. Being a franchise quarterback in the NFL is a lot easier, I feel, than being what LeBron was, which is essentially like a power forward who's also the team's point guard. Right. You know? Yeah, he's definitely a different kind of athlete for sure. Like, <laughs> Tom Brady has put in five days of actual work in his life. <laughs> that's that's the best Flannery take I've ever heard. <laughs> Ten Super Bowls, five days of work. I will say they're both the greatest, obviously, whatever, in uh, their sport. But they're both not really aesthetically pleasing to watch. <laughs> you well, know? It's like they're so good, they look like they're not athletes somehow. Right. Like LeBron just athlete. looks like yeah, LeBron just looks team. like it's unfair. Like he's like the biggest <laughs> and the fastest, like like fucking blowing through and left and right. You know, like Jordan at least had to jump over. Who's before. good that makes it look <laughs> hard? LeBron just ran right through, right through you. He's like Jim Brown playing basketball or something. Who's a basketball player who's good but makes it look hard? Like one of the white Europeans, like Jokic or. Uh, uh, which who who's that? Yeah, well, Jokic and like Doncic, they're just like they're they're they're, they're like they're white, like they're great athletes, but because they're white and awkward, it, like it, I feel like it throws everyone else off. They don't know how to react to it, you know? Like, <laughs> so, like you don't really understand what's going on. But next thing you know, he's got all these stats. Yeah, that like Jokic those, guy, uh, yeah, he's like, like those yeah. animals that mimic poisonous animals to fool you. Like <laughs> they mimic a non-athlete, so you, you drop your guard. You know? exactly. That's exactly right. Jokic is out there like gangly as fuck, and then he's like hits this beautiful pass, and you're right. like, that's not fair. I, I love the fact that he's got like a really uncoordinated guru that like teaches him how to, <laughs> how, how to run like an idiot. Got to be more herky jerky. Yeah, he watches videos of tall eighth grade boys. Great, great pass. Now let's flail those elbows a little bit more. Let's get to right. Um. So the next question I had from that is: so this record's going to be set. This points record. I couldn't tell you how many points it is. I don't think most people could. What's the best record in sports, like a numbers record? I'll tell you mine real quick. I can say this easy for me. (laughs) Most most interceptions thrown in an NFL game, uh, which is a hilarious number (laughs) by one quarterback. I believe it's 13, and it was only in the first half. The Green Bay quarterback got into a car accident on the way to the game, showed up late, and said he didn't have time to warm up, just ran onto the field and started tossing interceptions. It's a hilariously high number. I can't remember. What year did this happen? I think it's seven interceptions in one half he threw. Was it early on? Like, some of those records are like when the Ford pass was like just invented. Yeah, this was like 1947 <laughs> Green Bay. So I'm just like, been in a terrible Nobody knows accident. what to do. Right. Yeah, like they're just watching it sail over their heads. Like, no one told them, you don't have oh. to do this every time. You can also still do that other No, time. no, I'm going to throw. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. Hold on. Uh, the record for most interceptions in an NFL game, that is Jim Hardy. 
of the Chicago Cardinals who throw threw eight picks against the Philadelphia Eagles in 1950. Okay. Eight picks is great because it's yeah, that's great. It's all in one half. His coach benched him at halftime. <laughs> uh, there's been seven quarterbacks who have thrown seven interceptions in a game, with the most recent being Ty Detmer in 2001. Seven, yes. I remember. Well, usually now and then Peterman threw like five or the other day. When someone does that, like. Like, entire staffs get fired when that happens. By the time I threw my seventh, that is just like you know. By the time I threw my seventh interception, I think I'd have to do like a comedy bit where you look down at your shirt and you go, "Oh, wait a minute!" Start doing the blue team. The blue team. Yeah. Yeah, that was a who was oh Jay Cutler. Nate Craig used to say was the third greatest quarterback in or. Third greatest Packers quarterback in history, even though he played for the Bears. That's pretty funny. But meanwhile, I liked watching him play. I would rather, going back to the LeBron Brady thing and aesthetically pleasing, I would rather watch Jay Cutler play than Tom Brady. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You, I mean, you're on the edge of your seat. You have yeah. no idea how it's going to go. Any point in time. They should play one game a year with like a full, like regular team, but then like the shittiest quarterback on the team, like the fourth string quarterback, if they have that. Like a guy, like that's just a more fun experience for the fans, right? Like the Niners last week when I had to, when they're thrown into the running back. Yes. 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 They're doing like triple reverses. Well, that's a good question. Which do you think is the hardest position to be the second string of? Because, like, for instance, in, in, um, football and soccer it's like you you nearly always go with your first string goalie sure. i mean these guys who just ride the fucking bench and then all of a sudden they get called in you know what i mean like 28 games in well it's you, like <laughs> let's see those cat-like reflexes buddy you just hit on it for in america too though burke because in football when the kicker gets hurt, they have no backup. They don't even have a backup. <laughs> he's, he's they have Gronk, apparently. Right, so they the biggest lineman that's going to tow it. Like, let's just try to give you your fat It makes no body. sense. It makes no – they'll be like, no, we need to have 72 linemen on this roster. <laughs> but for – like, like right. we cannot afford to have two guys that are good with their feet. You know, like that will – It is called football, after but all. But they hate it so much. Even though it's like 35% yeah. of the scoring, they just think yeah. it's so – they think it's so effeminate. They just keep changing the rules. They disrespect them so much. Like, if you kick a field goal in overtime, yeah, you didn't win-win. You still have a chance. It wasn't a real score. That's like hilarious. If he counts as a win, and that's less points in a field goal. But that was a I mean, man way to score. How insulting is it that they're having Gronk do it? You know what I mean? We're like, right. I don't see, it's almost like he's going, I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have in – is it the – the Eagles have a pretty easy shot. I don't want to jinx anything, but the Eagles have a pretty easy look. Who they play, who they, who's their the Chiefs. Oh, and okay. Pretty easy, you say? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that's easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes thought to be quite good. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is pretty good, yes. Yeah, no, it's a coin flip game. Kansas City is very good, and Patrick Mahomes is very good. And they're better, actually, but we'll see. It'll be, tough. It'll be a close game. Sure. The Eagles also had like a really easy schedule and everything. They did. Like, they're very, they're very, very good. They're, both teams are very, very good. But the Eagles, I don't think, are as good as their their wins. Right. They had a bad schedule, but when you look at it, it seems it's, it's because everyone in the NFL is bad. There's like three good teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you just avoid them, schedule right. <laughs> 
So they've they've they're about to win the Super Bowl by ducking everybody. That's a good ducking plan. Ducking everyone and also injuring the quarterback for the other team. We always said we don't understand why people, why teams don't every week just hire a couple hitmen off the street. <laughs> <laughs> Some clown, you know, that's fucking high school. Tanya Harding, yeah, yeah, who now uh, you know needs needs a couple bucks this weekend and just take a late <laughs> hit. We'll take the fifteen yards. We'll give you your cash and uh, your cut. Because once, once you take out their quarterback, there's nothing a football team can do. It's amazing. It's a billion-dollar corporation that relies on eight people on the planet to make it yeah. work. Yeah. I did want to ask a political question before uh, song yeah. tournament. but oh, I thought that was politics. Yeah, that, I mean, it was pretty <laughs> political. <laughs> I, I got sports guys. Okay, Chinese spy balloon. The actual question is anything? What – What? Uh... <laughs> Did yeah, this, I find uh... it like I don't care about the balloon, and I find it a little disco. Like I was talking to CJ about this, it. I, I feel the gas stove debate was this way a little bit, where yeah. like now they're saying like, well, well, this is how Trump reacted to it, and I like, I love how like every day when we clock into like Twitter or something, mm-hmm. it's like we're given an assignment about what we have to politically care about mm-hmm. today, and then we just sort ourselves, <laughs> yes. and all of a sudden we have strong positions on weather balloons. Yes, so strong. Balloons. It's so strong. And I I'm like, love, I don't know anything about this. So right, I like, do love I'm taking how, my stove. What? I, I love how cartoonish a bad guy the Chinese government is because mm. the Chinese government were just like, it's it's a commercial balloon. It's not a spy balloon. Calm down. And then we shot it down and the Chinese government went, by the way, we need that back immediately. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at it too closely. <laughs> that has late tapes in it. That would have been great if all these coupons fell out of it. Like for <laughs> Chinese food or whatever. Oh, now we feel like jerks. They're just, just soy to... packets raining yeah. on Miami. <laughs> They're the ones that put those packets on everyone's door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <then> menus. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they come in handy. Thank you, Chinese weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> but that is funny to get up in arms about that when it comes to, oh, they're getting our information. Oh, really? That's what's getting your information? I just, I just, really fun- not TikTok. <laughs> yeah, not the phone, not that computer in your pocket. You yeah, fun. not that Alexa that's got microphones. Right. Did you hear that retired general, like in the same week that that happened, the retired general said, oh, the Chinese government are definitely going to invade Taiwan in 2025, and we're definitely going to have to go to war with them. And no one, no one fucking said beep about that. <laughs> well, that brings me to this kind of ties in with the, the two things that you said. I the Everybody picks a topic and then they pick where they stand on it and they yeah. feel they've never been more passionate about it. For, and then the war thing. For me, that was Ukraine. I apologize if this is like anybody's listening's like big issue. I personally don't I think I will ever care which country is in charge of the Donetsk region of Ukraine. Is that war still going on? Did they pick that up for a second season? I didn't really they picked, that. Yeah, they picked. We're we're giving them tanks now. They getting... started out good. I liked those first couple episodes. Kind of got, got got weird. It started to get weird when Banksy showed up. <laughs> but more Americans say that the United States has provided too much aid to Ukraine. And yeah. and that's the latest polling is people are like, we sure we should give them all of our money and fight to the last Ukrainian? What do you What do you guys think this says about? I mean, without even talking about the actual war, that people are like, "Hey, maybe we should cut this out." Like, is it doesn't seem very um, American to not blindly support a war? <laughs> <laughs> well, these are these are white people fighting, so people are. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's maybe a good point, though. Yeah. 
But the, Russians, the, the, yeah, and then Republicans like Russians again. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so they like support them and like I don't know. It's hard to try to try to get that retro I, hatred of Russia back, like from the eighties. <laughs> you know, they're like still not as. That's not what we need. Strong. We need more movies like that. Yeah, that's your sequel. Cool. <laughs> oh, more Rambo's and Red Rockies Dawn. and Red, yeah. you know all those. Red Dusk. Yeah, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah. Anyway, years, that was remade, Rockies. and I think it was that that was remade, and it, I think it was China. The um, I think China was the bad guy in the new one. Yeah, they did I do remade, like when because they, they remade yeah. that, and they're like, oh, Ru- Russia couldn't pull this off anymore, you know. So we have to, <laughs> we have to so come funny. up with a new enemy. That's so funny in Top Gun and the Top Gun sequel. They don't mention who the it's always right. just yeah enemy just a, territory. People it's are always like, it's a it's Iran right. or something, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but it's happening off the coast of San Diego. Where is it going? <laughs> training grounds and shit. By the way, the guy that uh, this is relevant to when I first met you guys, Dick Cheney, the guy he shot in the face, finally died. So he finally. The oh, fi- guy he finally oh. shot in the face. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, that guy finally got what was coming to him. That's for you. You can bring back up your. Uh, you got to tell if Mike doesn't know your Covey conspiracy. Oh yeah. Oh, I do I know it. My book, but yeah, yeah I do. I read it in your book. It, it's sort of related to what we're talking about now, even though this is pre-social media. About how when a big story comes out, everyone acts like they're experts. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, of course, you know. And that's yes. What, and I was like, you know, I think, and I did believe Chase. Derecho. He got. I think he was drunk. Yeah. And it was in the context of derechos, which are like these tornado storms that people were acting like, oh, yeah, I know what a derecho is. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah, I mean, like we've never it's never been in the weather forecast before our, our whole lives. But my conspiracy on Cheney, Cheney was I can tell everyone's just listening to the the story from the news and not questioning anything because I would be like, I, th- I think he was drunk and he, and he shot him and the sheriff didn't breathalyze him. And they're like, no, it was just a covey of birds. I'm like, well, that's my point. Like, when right. when did you know what a covey is? I think that I th- <laughs> they do this constantly. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> like, there'll be like a what a polar vortex or something. Or, or, or yeah. atmospheric river. They've been saying that in California. Like, they just yeah. go to the news. They go, bad news coming out of California. An atmospheric river has arrived. You're like, what? Like, that has never been <laughs> said before in the, like, said, my lifetime. You can't just make up these terms, like, halfway through our lives. Yeah. You know, you, you know we, just re- to believe, we just believe, yep, there it is. The old... <laughs> you know what's what was really the one this winter? Boom tornadoes and shit. Yeah. Burke, yeah. what were you saying? Sean. I was going to say, Sean, you would hate the British press and British politics because that is the grist to the mill of British politics is just new words. Like, it's not inflation in Britain. It's a cost of living crisis. Mm-hmm. And the government the government has this thing, this this program that they, it just, it's usual, but they call it leveling up. And it's just like the most hilariously desperate attempt to appeal to the kids. You know what I mean? Like, some politician <laughs> overheard his song playing Fortnite and was like, Leveling up, yeah, sure. We'll put that government <laughs> I feel like a cost of living crisis is almost a better term than inflation. Yeah, that's our socialist. That's our socialism. See, term. I like that. I like that about. <laughs> I like the Mark Geary's. Yeah, that's Adam, Sean, and CJ. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel, if you want to see the sausage get made in every panel since March of 2020. When this goddamn pandemic started, and you're not some sort of freeloading cheapskate. That is on the show's Patreon. And thank you again to all the patrons. You keep the show going. You are all good people. Patreon.com forward slash 
Brido. B-R-I-D-O. You can become a good person and help support the show by going there. And you go to heaven when you die. Or nobody knows. My latest album is available on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, Deezer, and ASTRecords.com. You can watch my YouTube special on my channel on YouTube. And hey, please do. If you want even more of me, I just recorded a Patreon episode of Power Moves with Mike Burns. You can also see me do stand-up every Wednesday at the Fable and Eagle Rock for a show called Microdose. And every Friday at the Glendale Room for a show called Flagship. There's also a teaser trailer for the movie I shot in October called Better Than a Shovel that I posted on my Instagram. Okay, why am I talking in this cadence? (laughs) We'll get back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. I'm Mike Bridenstein, and I have listened to None Taken. The ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened to our show yet. So the joke is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as a guest, and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken. And... And They're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying <laughs> commercial. What a waste of time. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to I still think anymore. that's funny. All I right. like it when the girl says it. I, I, uh, hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to None Taken. This is what None Taken is like. <laughs> Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Rough week for former Lakers centers with records. Dustin and Alan just passed Will Chamberlain for most fucks. Because those guys fuck. Oh, I also recorded an Oscar preview with Joel and Tony. You'll hear it soon, but I just wanted to give those guys some love. Go listen to the Buffer Battle podcast. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Adam, Sean, and CJ. Please click follow. Song tournament Exposes the weirdos Okay, I want to end today by doing song tournament. So I picked a year with 40-year-old men who stopped listening to music decades before this uh, year came out. But some of these were unavoidable. Sometimes I think it's fun to give you songs I know you will hate. So the top eight songs of 2014 are chosen by the American people. That will be decided on the three of you without yeah. me needing to be a tiebreaker. Going so th- down the top songs of 2014 with a group of men our age. You might as well say it last month. Like it's just, it's just, I mean, yeah. 
I fully expect whatever the options is, Sean's just going to say Credence. <laughs> I do like Credence. <laughs> okay, the number eight song. This this first matchup is one of the most 2014 things that you'll ever hear. It's it's all about that bass by Megan Trainer. Are you guys familiar with that song? Of course. Yes. I remember that song, yes. Versus the number one song of 2014, Happy by Pharrell Williams. Oh, boy. Well, oh, I yeah. Know. I remember that one. I have complaints. I, I actually about learned both. that one when. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this story or not, but it was a famous Twitter death where a lady was tweeting about how much she enjoyed this song while she was driving and then killed herself. Oh, happy. And but, but makes, what's always that, funny about that when that happens is they then go to the artist for like yeah, a comment, right. <laughs> you know, as though he's related, and, and, you know, and they're like, you know, they always end up having to pay for the funeral and, you know, everything right. like that. He's like, I'm really sorry. Don't drive and text. That makes all the sense in the world killing herself for that song. But <laughs> I would I would blame I would blame the DJs that played that nonstop. Like yeah. yes. like listen, I'm not the one who fucking shoves it in every on every station nonstop around the clock. He stole it. He had a whole year of uh Big Hats. He, he they sold they said he stole that song from Marvin Gaye. I think no, it was, that, no, blurred that was Blurred Lines. lines. Oh, it was this one too though. It was Blurred Lines the first oh, one. Oh really? And then Happy they said it was um what was it? Uh, ain't that peculiar? And if you listen to that, it's kind of uh, it's kind of close. I think the, I think the Marvin Gaye estate was kind of feeling feeling themselves. Like I think he stole this one too. It like just tossing them all out. They yeah, got one. They're like every song on this list has plagiarism. Oh, I'm sure. He did, steal the vi- he did steal that video though. That was yeah. what made that song pretty famous. So it's pretty legit. You know what's funny about that? A blurred lines though. Um, speaking of going up, uh, blaming the artist Sean, because. Um, that had like rape connotation too, because it was like kind of like a yeah. means no kind of yeah. thing, whatever. Yeah. You know, the language to it, and they, you know, and Robin Thicke just got all the shit you know in the world for it, and they were like, ah, oh, Robin Thicke, you're promoting rape, and like people are doing gorilla flex shit to him. Pro, get off scot free. He wrote the fucking, <laughs> he wrote the fucking thing. <laughs> you know, he's getting awards for it. Dancing, like, yeah, I know. It's oh, so okay, so <laughs> blurred lines is blaming the messenger, is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> I will now, say. Okay, yeah. go ahead. No, go, I was going to say, this one's really easy for me because I don't particularly like the Megan Trainor song. Yeah. But I was working on a cruise ship when that. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Year after that happy thing hit. And I'm not exaggerating. The song will come on every 25 minutes. Yeah, that's. It's, it's, it's awful. When ahead, you're sorry. stuck in, it feels like it feels like some sort of like <clears throat> doctrination camp. It's, it feels it's, like it feels Chinese. Convince you that you're happy. You yeah, <laughs> and you're fucking not. It's the worst. My one note about the it's all about the bass there. Two notes. One, it was one of those songs where I was I was surprised to find out that she was white. Megan Trainer. Oh, that's Although the song. Me- Megan, that's Megan the song Trainor. out of these that you were finding that she's white. There's another Megan one she- coming up next. And it's like the word Megan should have thrown me off. Though. It's kind of like, like oh. It's not like the name. Like I always thought Vince Gill was black, but he's white. But because he's got a black name, I thought he was a black guy and being singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Megan, and then, but and then the song. And she like, my mom told me don't worry about your size, and she's like 130 pounds. She's like, yeah, yeah, not yeah, big, yeah. She's not big at all. And it's supposed to be like a, an anthem for yeah, bigger yeah, girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? All she is is just not a normal, normal size, ridiculous. What you know about that life, Megan Trainer? No yeah. shit. <laughs> Megan's a normal size girl. 
you've got bass in like one of those really underwhelming car stereo systems you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like, right check it out well the windows aren't breaking so it's not that good yeah what's, what's treble boobs what, what what's the <laughs> metaphor the metaphor breaks yeah, down i think about it, i should have known she's white these are pretty Literally bland metaphors. Is <laughs> Who says happy by Pharrell Williams? Should be Mayo Trainer, really. Uh, uh, I'll go. I'll go happy. Yeah, it's too big of a hit to do. It's undeniable. It can't. It can't lose. <clears throat> I, I, I renounce. Two to no, one. Okay. Nothing That's wrong fine. with that. Nothing happy moves that. on to the next round. <clears throat> okay, the four versus five. This is the one lady that I thought this is this is a lady who does not sound white. Uh, Iggy Azalea, Fancy, featuring Charlie yeah. XCX. Is everybody yeah. familiar with that song? Well, she I was am. criticized for that, right? Like she was criticized for because uh, she's from Australia. She's from Australia. Yeah, yeah, she's using an American black accent. Mm-hmm. In her, yeah. Uh, yeah. As, yeah. Uh, right- uh, uh, who was that comedian Russ Williamson used to say? Uh, she's uh, she's an outback steakhouse guy. She's one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Australia, Australia is is famous for uh, not adopting the black culture, but uh, <laughs> yeah, doing the opposite. But uh, you yeah. can tell she's white though. One because she's Australian because she tries really hard to sound black. That's yeah. You can, yeah, you can tell she's a white person trying to sound black. Megan Trainer just I just thought you know was was more naturally yeah uh, was more natural of a thief That's yeah all. okay okay all right <laughs> that song is facing counting stars by one republic mm, i don't know one republic is it that's just a solid song i have nothing oh. to say about nothing to say about one republic i don't think i've <laughs> ever heard about one republic song they're they're in your they're like at like a are they Sears. a boy band they're at a Sears. They're at a department store. They're overhead. Like you know, like I don't think I don't think they they're like a studio fake commercial band. I think they're like 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 kind of like Steely Dan, but they're like but just for jingles. How does this one kind of go? Whatever you're comfortable giving me, I can't picture what this is in my head right now. There's a few on here that were just so bland. Yeah, they're like the CDs that like when you like at the at the counter like at Abercrombie and Fitch or something like you know what I mean like, <laughs> like at the store you want to buy what you're hearing in the store too like, yeah. right yeah I have no I'm, taste sure I'll, I'll buy all my I'll buy all my boring shit right here one stop shop who says fancy I'm gonna have to go with fancy I'm just looking yeah. at the lyrics for Counting Stars right now <laughs> we'll go over some of those lyrics for you Sean um no more counting money. We're going right. to be counting stars. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll be counting stars. Yeah, I see this life an, like a swinging vine. You're an unemployed, unemployed astronomer. All right. That's what you're bringing to the table. And you're going to be counting a bus pass because... So one for fancy? I'll give you fancy. All right. I'm gonna go, at I'm at go. least it's something. One Republic is nothing. I'm gonna go count stars just because. Fair way. enough. All right. Keep okay. Burke today, I like it. Iggy moves. <laughs> Iggy moves on. Uh, the three versus six. All of me by John Legend. This is a decent song. I feel like that was only 2014. I feel like that was like that could have been like 1982. Yeah. 2005. You know, it's a, it's it's, a, it's one of those timeless songs. When you as soon as it came out, you're like, oh, this song's been around forever. Even yeah, yeah, for yeah. A right. Week, you know. Versus Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo featuring Two Chains. Mm, Jason Derulo. Yeah. How do you, do you guys know this song, Talk Dirty? I, I do know. Yeah. I, I, I researched a little bit about it. Okay. So I do remember Two Chains. 
It's one of those classic R and B. Then like, we'll throw a rapper on. Or it's like not in the same city. Here I'll just I'll just record a couple raps and fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jam it into your song. Yes. It's a, I gotta, it, it, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's one of those weird like like um, dirty songs. Where it's like, it's, it doesn't like feel like it seems kind of forced. Yeah. Lipstick on my passport. I remember that line. Yeah, yeah, line yeah. Song or something. Like, yes. I got a lipstick for stamp for my passport. Like what? That that that, that won't get you through anywhere. Like, that's, not a, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not gonna work. Yeah, that's sir, not gonna I work. If anything, valid, gonna... once again, sir, I need a valid photo ID. This <laughs> right. appears to be some sort of makeup swatch. <laughs> How do we know this wasn't you, sir? How do we know this wasn't? Uh... <laughs> Who says John Legend? I'll go, go with John Legend. Yeah, you got to go John All right. Not that, and every woman, of course, loved that song, became their song. And they're like, why, you know, and like, and they want you to um, be like John Legend to her, you know. Like, like well, shoot, he's also talking about Chrissy Teigen, too, by the way. So <laughs> tell you what it's saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's giving it all, he's, all those Also, I'm things. going John Legend because that's such a great instant karaoke fail. Because as soon as I hear the opening bars coming out, oh, this is going to be pure murder. This, this, guy's not, this guy's not hitting any of these notes, and it's going to be great. And he's going to dedicate oh. to his long-suffering girlfriend. This is to my girl! <laughs> and it's like the song is much longer than he thought, too. So he's... <laughs> yeah, right. And if you don't it really have it right... And you're like, <laughs> you're right. If you don't have that early, it's it, you, it's very evident. <laughs> you're not gonna get this. Yeah, no. As you go on, this, people are like, okay, he's uh, this song is seven more minutes of this. Oh. <laughs> okay, the two versus seven, Dark right. Horse by Katy Perry featuring Juicy J. This, this is God. a Katy Perry non-anthem. I can't like this is another one that uh. I can't right, picture. This is just through the factory, we we, we yeah. made this. She yeah. doesn't know she made it. You know, <laughs> she's like, yeah, "What we'll now?" We'll record you in the shower. We'll make a song out of you later, Katie. Don't worry. Yeah, you're on your way to whatever photo shoot you're going to. This, this was, was another one where they threw a rapper on there. What was his name? Juicy J. Juicy J. Yeah, he mailed it. He mailed in a link of his his lyrics. I remember it was, she's a beast. I call her Karma. She'll eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer, which doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it does if you have a speech impediment. Right. But also, yeah, your basic 101 metaphors. Like, I, I don't think any of them wrote this. <laughs> you know what's weird? Jeffrey Dahmer wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Before, you wouldn't get canceled for saying Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> now, now everyone thinks he's a bad guy because of that question. <laughs> Versus "Rude" by Magic. Oh, that that is that is the opposite. I mean, it's just like the Pharrell song that was everywhere. Like, why you gotta be so rude? That one. Is that the awful reggae light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the ska reggae light, but it's white guys. You know. Yeah, they make Sublime look like fucking. Yes. <laughs> well, I will say this: I'm I'm always against. I'm always against the band that has a, that ends with an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Magic. You want to make I'm your, mad. telling me how to. Yeah, yeah. Their biggest trick is making, making their careers disappear. So I'm sorry. Sure. Why you got to be so rude? Why you got to be so rude? And the song is him going to the father of the girl he wants to marry and asking for his hand in marriage. And he says no. So and his response is, why you got to be so rude? But you got the songs. Rude. So, yeah. <laughs> Turns out history history proved the dad right. He was right. 
Well, because you, uh, you're front of goddamn white reggae band, to be honest with you. Doesn't rude mean something different in Jamaica? Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Like a rude boy. Like a rude boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this guy managed to be both a white reggae band and a magician at the same time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> two most objectionable fucking things. Well, I, I will say this about the, the about the hook of that. He goes, why are we? Because I want to, and he keeps going, I want to marry that girl. And then the rest of the band as the backup. Like the support of just goes, marry that girl, marry that girl, <laughs> <laughs> just, which no friends ever have yelled anything <laughs> to for support of kind of like that back yeah. voice, like am I sexual thing. Am I sexual? Yeah. Just supporting your sexual, buddy. Yeah, the back the backing band should be going, hey, man, you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, they should be going, is she pregnant? <laughs> well then you gotta marry that girl marry her. you know how jamaicans are <laughs> do we know how they are they sound like this right <laughs> so who's these are two okay the factory versus the fake jamaican song yeah who well, you says, can't vote for magic yeah you can't <laughs> I don't, I don't, I just, you yeah, just can't do it you know yeah, you can't. <laughs> by so, default we're gonna we see yeah, her Perry. second round exit for Katy Perry. Okay, Katy Perry's <laughs> moving to the next round. So, so okay. She's, so, she's a very vulnerable two seed. <laughs> next round matchup: the one versus four, "Happy" by Pharrell Williams, mm-hmm. versus "Fancy" by Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX. This is a terrible year for music. This is yeah, really. God. Fancy versus I, happy. I think yeah. I'm gonna go happy. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go happy. You know the one thing I, I sort of um, I don't know if respect is the right word about happy, but th- one of the things about it is it's a song that clearly, if it weren't so successful, it sounds like uh, almost like life is a highway or something like that. Where you're like, this song yeah. was made for cell phone commercials. Like this song yeah. right, will be right, in cell right. phone commercials for the rest of my life. But it was so ubiquitous that you almost didn't hear it in commercials because they're like, we don't. Yeah. It's too you much. Know, it, yeah, it's, it's too like, much. You know, Cadillac was like Jesus. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us another Moby song or something. <laughs> so what is the, yeah, where the vote? Is at is everybody going happy? Clean sweep yeah, for happy. We gotta go happy. Yeah. Happy's in the finals. Who will happy be facing in the finals? All of me, the greatest karaoke song that's ever happened by John Legend. Mm-hmm. Versus Dark Horse by Juicy J and Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're leading with Juicy J. I had to lead with <laughs> and, Juicy J. In some, in some contest, Judge Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry. Yeah, I would definitely say John Legend. There, just because I'm, yeah, well. I, I looked at the video for that for that Katy Perry thing. Like, it, even, like, in 2014, like, Katy Perry. I don't think you could just dress up like an Egyptian. (laughs) (laughs) And and apparently there was like some, yeah, they had to like digitally take out like a piece of jewelry in it because it was like, it was like a Muslim symbol for. Oh my God. That's hilarious. They just threw whatever was vaguely exotic. I was Um, more offended when, did you watch that video at all, Burke? I watched like a bit. I also watched it. There's this one point. She tries to be funny too. Katy Perry. Fancies, fancies herself, if you will. There you go. <laughs> yeah, a funny gal. So yeah, she's like um, Cleopatra, or whatever. But then, and then she eats. 
she needed something to drink because she ate a red hot flaming Cheeto out of this whole trunk of huge flaming <laughs> Cheetos. That was more cultural appropriation, I thought, than anything. Really. <laughs> like for the for because uh, she was serving the Juicy J, which I found very offensive. You know, what I mean, like, oh, there's a rapper here. Get out the flaming hot Cheetos and the golden carafe. <laughs> Who says John Legend? I'm going John yeah, Legend. Yeah, you gotta go, John. Okay, Legend. that's a good song too. Okay, so, so the here, you know it's. The finals for 2014, I think that this was pretty predictable, but based off of songs that you still hear, I guess. Yeah, Happy yeah. by Pharrell Williams versus All of Me by John Legend. Since all of you are versed in the art of zip, zap, zop, <laughs> create an argument for Happy by Pharrell Williams. Sean Flannery. Uh, well, I think there was probably seven Pixar animated movies that came out that year. <laughs> they just had extended dancing scenes to that song. I mean, and when you when you are affecting the digital right. production of movies that size with a song that they're like, we gotta go back to post and right. we gotta have the minions dance to this. You know, like that is that is a cultural touchstone for better or worse. So that's why I'm voting okay. for happy. All right. Nice. One for nice. happy. <laughs> Who wants to make an argument for John Legend? Well, I'll, I'll go against Happy. Can I do it? Yeah, one? sure, sure. That's how we <laughs> vote in America now. So, because although I do like, I do like the John Lennon song. That's an actual legit good song. To hear. that you can hear that song even like years from now, and you're like, okay, this is a good song. But when you hear Happy now, it's traumatic. Like you get triggered. <laughs> like you're like, oh god. Like you get thrown back to that side. Like you know, like, yeah. like, like there's, there's consent issues when you hear the song Happy. Just that song. Like, oh my god. And then you go, you go through times like. Like, 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 I can see that girl killing herself and driving off the road listening to it because you don't know. It's just fucking, it's just pure madness. So, um, I will vote for John Legend because it doesn't make it doesn't make you want to like hide underneath the couch and give me like Vietnam War flashbacks when you hear it. Yeah, because I legit everything that I'm I'm just co-signing everything that CJ said because when that song comes on, I remember having to walk back into the cruise ship and there's a line of, um workers are clapping at you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it was just like happy was playing but in my head i had i heard that like carmina barana you know you know that right it's like uh, I, I compare it to uh uh the polaroid song by out hey yeah by Al- yeah 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 like that was just it was way too much and they had the decency like okay you guys aren't ready you no one should be able to have to hear this for another five years. Like I'm just going to pull it off. The, <laughs> they retired. The circulation. Right, exactly. <laughs> because of that song. Like We, yeah. listen, we, we feel responsible for putting this in people's lives. So they're going to come back. So have the decency to get it out. Can you imagine being on the, like the, the higher up for that cruise line and hearing the song Happy for the first time? <laughs> I mean, like, guys. I got it. I know what we're doing. We're lining up. We're clapping. <laughs> or that the stadium to make the, the ushers come and do a dance down at the bottom of the thing. Like, that's a oh, thing that I've man. seen as well. Like, Angels games, that sort of thing. Yes. Okay. It it's, it's, it's made for birthdays at chain restaurants. Yes. No. <laughs> it meant those that's dances. the greatest argument against it. The winner for 2014 right. is All of Me by John Legend. Yes, Let him yes. hear it, folks. Uh, okay. Worthy song. That's a worthy winner. Who has plugs? Sean Flannery. Where do you want the folks to find you? Uh, uh, they can go to my website, seanbearflannery.com, and order my book. 
um, or listen to the book there. And then Burke and I are doing a uh, kind of live retelling of the book uh, in February at Mrs. Murphy's and Sons. That's so fucking awesome. Tickets left, so you, you'd have to buy tickets for that. Wow. Soon, if you wanted to. Great. That. Now, uh, did I hear uh, there's going to be a counter set? By, uh, uh, Jess, my wife is doing a rebuttal set. A rebuttal <laughs> yeah. set by Jessica Bayer Flanner. Yeah. Wow. Just sets fire to the book. <laughs> like Jimi Hendrix yeah, with the yeah, fingers. She's going to talk about things that were omitted of the book, things that uh, weren't accurate in the book. Oh. Um, all that kind of stuff. You so don't get DVD too. commentary on a book that often. That's no. pretty great. No. <laughs> Burke, where do you want people to find you? Uh, I'm on a- I'm ATP Burke on all the social media stuff. Go to my Instagram and uh, click on the link tree for my upcoming dates. Okay. Uh, Sullivan, CJ, where do you want people to find you? Yes. Well, other than the podcast I do with Sean Bear Flannery in the lower left corner there, uh, called the Blackout Diaries, which is based off his uh, live drinking show in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge every Friday night, uh, Drinking Story Tales. I also do um, a podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network called The Bottom Line Bombs. I'm the man in the box. Um, Best promos in the biz. Yeah, that's all it is, is promos. People love coming up to me like, man, I love those man in the box things. Like, uh, um, oh, really? You listen? Listen to what? Just like, I do it live. It's like, do what live? Those things? Like, no, I don't want to hear anything other than a minute, you know, and I get it. You know, I don't want to hear about that in a minute as well. But you, if you want more of those minutes, people said, people actually did suggest you should just do those minutes. Just go in there and do an hour of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy, right? That's what you guys yeah. do. That's, that's your skill set. Right. Talk right. for an hour straight and have it be punchy and pithy, please. <laughs> that's a good that's a, that's a good duo from the fifties. Punchy, punchy and pithy. And pithy. Punchy <laughs> and pithy. <laughs> Neither of them say much. Right. But for different reasons. <laughs> It's Adam, Sean, and CJ. Thank you for listening. Buy my album. Go to my Patreon. I desperately need money. Pray that I get this commercial that I'm unavailable for. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Light.